Welcome to the Luminous Space Podcast, weekly meditations, readings, and blessings to assist with our rest, peace, and spiritual wellness. You can find out more at LuminousAnglican.com. Hey, welcome back to the Luminous Space. Father Chad E. Jarnigan here. This is Transfiguration Sunday, very interesting day in the life of the church. We're looking at Mark 9, 2 through 9. But before we begin, I want to kind of uh, start a bit of a new rhythm with the podcast and those watching on Instagram. I think one of our, I think, values, hopes, is that when you are a part of of the luminous orbit, you find opportunity to slow down and contemplate, but also just rest where you are. And we believe in when we do that, that our spirit and heart and mind just kind of opens up to what the Holy Spirit may be doing or give us an opportunity to listen so that we can, I say this a lot, but recalibrate to kind of reset. And this being the last Sunday before we begin Lent, I believe that's a proper new rhythm to at least intentionally do here in this kind of capacity. So, I'm going to lead us in the Collect of Purity, which we pray every week. I'd like for us to use that as a posture of prayer, and we'll get into a bit of the thought for the day on Transfiguration. Almighty God, To you all hearts are open and all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may wholly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. Yes, so Mark 9 2 through 9. Six days later, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John and led them up to a high mountain apart by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his clothes became dazzling white, such as no one on earth could bleach them. 
And there appeared to them Elijah and Moses, who were talking with Jesus. Then Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, is it good for us to be here? Let us make three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what to say, for they were terrified. Then a cloud overshadowed them, and from the cloud there came a voice. This is my son, the beloved. Listen to him. Suddenly they looked around. They saw no one with them anymore, but only Jesus. As they were coming down the mountain, he ordered them to tell no one about what they had seen until after the Son of Man had risen from the dead. This is the Holy Gospel of our Lord. So the transfiguration is recorded in all three subnoptic Gospels, like Matthew, Mark, and Luke. The transfiguration is one of the very few episodes of the life of Christ that gets substantial confirmation across the different Gospels. Though it is fairly mysterious, here are some highlights. It seems that though Christ was surrounded by his closest friends and experiencing something of the loneliness loneliness he will feel when... He is eventually abandoned. However, there is something more desolate as we realize that a constant part of Jesus' human experience was to feel lonelier in his divinity than any human ever could in their insignificance. We should pause for a moment. If we were to reflect on this past year and where we are, it is overwhelming on some level. And I'm not so sure that we've even experienced the depth of grief and perhaps a tsunami of emotions that we will all experience over the next maybe few years. But humanity has been through a lot. Historically, obviously, but recently. And if we have the eyes to see and the ears to hear we will experience the presence of Christ in a way that can bring a peace that passes all our cognitive abilities if we realize anything over the past year. It is that we are all in need of a transfiguration on some level. Jesus spending time away on a mountain, apart, communing with God, 
the paradoxical like nearness of God's farness. And there's so much there and that we continue to reevaluate our own lives. The transfiguration of Jesus indicates what is to come, a whole new creation, starting with Christ himself as the seed that is sown in the earth and then rises to become the beginning of this new creation, this new world, says N.T. Wright. So this coming Wednesday is Ash Wednesday, and we begin Lent together with the litany of the ashes, the imposition of our ashes on our forehead. And this season provides a spirituality and a spiritual opportunity for reorientation. In fact, Lent is perhaps best viewed as an extended opportunity to remove the veil that prevents us from seeing the glory of God, the face of Jesus Christ. The This may be why the lectionary gives us the transfiguration on the last day, on the last Sunday before Lent begins. While speaking with now Archbishop Masamango Katata, I asked him what he felt was the believers in the, for the U.S., what should we be aware of or paying attention to in the bigger picture? And he said that the U.S. seems to be in need of its own transfiguration, where the veil between God and Christ changed in God's presence, learning to awaken from our sleep. And I believe he went on to say something to the effect of, don't be afraid to be loved so that you can love. He went on to say, learn to get out of your own way. We are far too easily divided these days. We are far too tribal. But that's just an effect of our humanity, our, our hopes, our preferences, and the way we see the world. We've all been pushed into different corners. And that leaves us with a need to heal and find not just common ground, but a ground in which is safe and ready, like almost set apart like this mountain that the transfiguration of Christ actually happened on. It's, it's this place that's set apart. And with COVID and so many other opportunities for us to get back into a corner that is far away from others, it's, it's a really difficult reality for us, I think. As we head into Lent, maybe this could be the right opportunity 
to live into transformation. Transformed from one likeness to another. Christ's transfiguration is a sign of things to come for us in our own transfiguration. May it be so. I hope that wherever you are listening to this, whatever speed you're playing it at, that you realize that God is with us. God is for us. And sometimes we need to pause and slow down and set ourselves apart, whether it's a mountain or whether it's just a room. We've been set apart by quarantine. We've been isolated. We have been just pushed, pulled, frayed. But in this opportunity, may we see an invitation of of holy healing and transformation. And I will end with this blessing that we pray each Sunday. May the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ Jesus, establish, strengthen, and settle you in the faith. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you always. Amen. If you would like more information or ways to be a part of Luminous, please go to luminousanglican.com. Peace be with you.